Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry. Only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands. All hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hello, everybody. Well, I guess I should introduce myself. My name is Amelia Earhart, and you may have read about me in the papers. I am the first woman to fly across the Atlantic. I kept the log on that first flight, but something I saw stayed with me, and I promised myself I would come back on my own next time. And so I did. I planned on going to Paris, but there was a fuel leak, and you don't want to take any chances with a fuel leak. I stayed with the Gallagher's in Donegal, a lovely family. I do believe they got quite a shock to find me taxiing to their front door having just landed in their field. Well, I'm coming back, you see. I have some unfinished business, so to speak. I have always been a big fan of poetry and stories, and this being the land of saints and scholars, I was drawn here. I have come to believe it was no accident that my first plane took me here. I was hoping I could share a little secret with you. When I was a little girl just your age, I'd spend hours just dreaming I could go to strange, faraway places. I never imagined one of them would be Ireland. The first time I passed it, I just couldn't believe my own eyes. Of course, the two boys who were in charge of navigating and flying were too stuck into their maps to notice anything except the change in light. Follow the sun line, Bill said. I think it'll find us out of this fog. But there was a mist everywhere, and I could barely see my own hand right in front of me. I was just checking out my right side window, and out of nowhere the mists cleared, and something appeared in front of me like a mirage. It was a white, shining city with tall buildings and a golden glow stretching out across the waves. And there I saw it. A glistening, magical island just off the west coast of Ireland. Not on any maps I had. Bill and Slim saw something too, although they laughed at me and said it was probably just a trick of the light. But it had vanished before they had time to look up and see all that I had seen. Five years later, I headed off alone. Only a couple of hours after I left Harbour Grace, a weld broken. I flew for a couple of hours watching the moonlight rising behind a cloud bank in the most stunning fair weather. That's when it all went very bad. I was stuck in the thunderstorm for an hour, milling around while I almost spilled my hot chocolate on my lap more than a few times. It wasn't an easy flight, and... 
Then I saw what looked like a big black rabbit flying just above the wave. The strangest thing. Did you ever catch a glimpse of a wild thing like a fox or a dolphin, a squirrel, or perhaps gaze into the eyes of an enormous seal? Just for the briefest of moments, you can't speak at all. You're just eyeballing them and they you. Well, that's what it was like. But I know my own eyes and I trust them. So I searched all the old maps I could find and lo and behold, I was right. The island, boys and girls, it's called Ha Brazil. See, this is the thing. There's these secret islands all over the world. I've already been to one in Bermuda Triangle, and when I found this one, I'll be heading off to one just off the coast of Japan. There is maps out there. You gotta check them. But this is where I need you. You see, I heard of the story of Tirnanog. Maybe you boys and girls know more than me. I believe it means the land of the youth, and that's why I called you. See, well, I think these stories tell us more. They tell us of all the magic that there once was. And perhaps they could help me in understanding all that I had seen. Does anyone here know the story of Oshin and Tirnanogan? Would you like to hear it? I mean all of it. It's quite epic. A bit like my flying. Okay, but I might just need some help with some of the words because they sound a little funny. But I'll tell it to you as it was told to me. Faro, Faro, which means long, long ago, people in Ireland believed there was a beautiful land in the western sea called Tirnanog, the land of the young. It was a place where the trees were always green and the flowers were always in bloom and the men and women, they never grew old. This is the story of how Ashinan, the son of Fionn McCool, who was the leader of the Fianna, came to go to Tirnanog. One morning the Fianna were hunting deer on the shores of Loch Lian in County Kerry, and as they rested on a hilltop, a beautiful girl came riding towards them on a snow-white horse. She was a glimmering girl, and her long golden hair hung to her waist. Her eyes shone like the silver apples of the moon. Tall and tan and young and lovely, the girl from Tirnanog came walking, and when Oshin saw her, all he could say was, Ah... As she drew near, Fionn called out, What is your name and what land have you come from? I am Neve of the Golden Hair and my father is King of Tirnanog. I have heard of a great warrior named Oshin and I've come to find him and ask him to return with me to the land of the young. Well, Fionn was sad for he feared that Oshin would go with Neve and he would never see him again. But it was too late. Oshin was already in love with the princess. Well, who's your father then? He said to her to see if he was a good match for Ushin. He was, after all, the best warrior the Fina had, and strong as an ox and brave as a lion. Well, his name is Mananon, and this is his horse. He's the king of Tirnanog. We never heard of him. Is he any good with the Schlitter? Yes, of course he is. Why, Tirnanog has the most beautiful golden city. Forests where the elk roam in their thousands, and pure crystal water flows from the golden mountains at its heart. Fionn was just stealing for time, for he knew it was all too late. Oshin was already deeply in love. He accepted Neve's invitation, and waving goodbye to Fionn and his friends, he jumped onto the horse behind Neve. Away they galloped into the morning mist. Over the land and the sea, and the fairy horse ran, moving as swiftly as a shadow. 
Now, just like all good adventures on my flight to Europe, Oshin didn't go straight to Tirnanog. He was persuaded by Neve to go to a nearby island called the Land of Virtues. And Oh, I gotta go now. Perhaps I could tell you more about this tomorrow. I must get some more hot chocolate before I fly off. If you know anything, please let me know. Thanks, boys and girls. Bye-bye. Boys and girls, and have you been looking things up for me? I would dearly like to bring you all on my plane someday. I don't think we would all fit, however. <laughs> I must finish telling you about Ashin and his travels. Perhaps there's some secret clues you might pick up on along the way. I do hope you've had a look at some maps, and I shall need all the help I can get if I'm to find these magical islands again. Other shores came into view and they saw many wonderful things on our journey. Islands and cities and lime-white mansions, bright green fields and lofty palaces. A hornless fawn once crossed their course, bounding nimbly across from the crest of one wave to the crest of another. And close after, in full chase, a white hound dog with red ears. They saw a lovely young maiden on a brown horse with a golden apple in her hand, and as she passed swiftly by, a young warrior on a white steed plunged after her, wearing a long, flowing cloak of yellow silk and holding a gold-hilted sword in his hand. Ushin knew nothing of these things, and marveling much, he asked the Princess Neve what they meant, and she answered, Don't mind what you see here, it's only a glimpse of what lies ahead, Ushin. For all these wonders, there is nothing compared with what you shall see in Tirnanu. Sure enough, they saw at a great distance, rising over the waves on the very verge of the sea, a palace more splendid than all the others, and as they drew near, its front glittered in the morning sun. Ushin asked Princess Neve what royal house this was, and this country is the land of virtues, its king is the giant former of the blows and its queen is the daughter of the king of the land of life this former stole the lady away by force from her own country and keeps her in his palace but she has put a spell under him that he cannot break through he'll never let her marry anyone else until she can find a champion to fight him in single combat but she still remains a prisoner for no hero has come forward yet who has the courage to meet the giant well, I'm your man. I'm not afraid of no one. I'm Oshin, warrior of the Fina. I will go to the palace and get rid of this foamer and free the lady. Now the girls were friends and hugged each other when they met. They were led into the palace and placed on chairs of gold, after which a few ham sandwiches were placed before them, and drinking horns filled with mead and golden goblets of sweet wine. It was indeed a happy meal. When they had eaten and drunk, the mild young princess told them her story, while tears streamed from her soft blue eyes, and she ended by saying, I shall never return to my own country and to my father's house, as long as this great and cruel giant is alive. When Ushin heard her sad words and saw her tears fallen, he was moved with pity. And telling her to cease from her grief, he said, Have no fear, Oshin's here. 
While they were yet speaking, they saw the giant coming towards the palace, large of body and ugly with a head like a busted slipper, and holding a great iron club in his hand. He threw the club on the ground and banged it hard. When he saw us, he turned a surly look on the princess. Without greeting us or showing us the least mark of respect, he said, You! Me! Outside now! Born on an island on the western shores With his head as big as a chest of drawers With hands as huge as a four-door car You can't stay here, the giant roared You'd better get off to someplace else Move along and get along and move along and get along and go Move, shift Move along and get along and move along and get along Go, move, shift Island giant or magic horse Have no fear, sure, Oshin's here Born here or a thousand miles away, there's always giants nearby to slay. You'd better get born in some place else. Move along and get along and move along and get along and go. Move, shift. Move along and get along and move along and get along. Go. Move, shift. It was not his want to be dismayed by a call to battle. He'd gone forth at once without the least fear in his heart. But though he had fought many battles in Erin against wild boars and enchanters, never before did he find it so hard to preserve his life. He fought for three days and three nights, without food or drink or sleep, for the giant did not give him a moment's rest, and neither did Ushin give him. Exhausted, Ushin looked at the two princesses, weeping in great fear. He called to mind his father's deeds in battle, The fury of his valor rose up, and with a sudden onset, he felled the giant to the great earth. And instantly, before he could recover himself, Ushin raised his hand and came crashing down in a mighty fury. And lo and behold, didn't Fulmer the blow fall over with the shock of it? Well, quick as lightning, he strapped him down to a log and whooshed him out to sea. When the girls saw this, they uttered three cries of joy, and they went to him carrying him into the palace, for he was indeed bruised all over and covered with gory wounds, and a sudden dizziness of brain and feebleness of body seized him. But the daughter of the king of the land of life applied precious balm called pseudo-creme and healing herbs to his wounds, and in a short time he was healed, and his cheerfulness of mind returned. Then the three of them raised a great stone with Fomer the Blow was here, engraved in Ohm, and placed it by the sea on the land of virtue. They rested that night, and at the dawn of the next morning, Neve said to Oshin, It's time for us to resume our journey to Tirnanog. So they took leave of the daughter of the king of the land of life. She gave them a little gift of some of her precious healing balm and an elixir to keep him strong if ever he had to fight off any giants again. When they had mounted the white steed, he galloped towards the strand, and as soon as his hoof touched the wave, he shook himself and neighed three times. They plunged forward over the clear green sea with the speed of march wind on a hillside and soon saw nothing but waves tumbling before them and waves tumbling behind them. Again they saw the fawn chased by the white hound with red ears, and the maiden with the golden apple passed swiftly by, still being chased by the young warrior in yellow silk on his white horse. <gasps> Children, is that the time already? I've got to go tune in tomorrow, kids. 
we're almost there. Well, hello out there. I don't know about you, but I feel as if I'm getting to know Oshin and Neve as we share their journey to Tirnanog. I understand only too well the privilege it is to fly freely across the world the way that I do. I couldn't do this without the brave people that stay grounded and help me with my preparations. I believe it's just as brave to stay safely at home looking after your family. So, how about we travel in our imagination? At last, they reached the golden shores of Tirnanog. The king and queen welcomed Ushin and held a great feast in his honor. It was indeed a magical land. Ushin hunted and feasted, and at night he told stories of Fionn and the Fina and their lives in Ireland. Ushin had never felt as happy as he did with Neve, and before long, they were married. Ushin lived in Tirnanog for 300 years, but being so happy it only seemed like three. Then a great longing came on him to go back to Ireland. He got all moody and Neve just couldn't understand why. He started to sing only sad songs and nothing seemed to cheer him up anymore. Oh, Danny boy, the pipes, the pipes are calling. From glen to glen, and down the mountainside The summer's gone And oh, the rose is falling It's you, it's you Must go and I must buy <laughs> Why the long face, Oshin, my love? I miss home. But this is your home now, Oshin. You have everything you could possibly want. I miss the deer. But there's more deer here than anywhere else in the world, Oshin. Eh? And what about the dancing? You seem to like that, especially the one about the river dance. You know, the one... Eh, I've seen it too many times. I miss throwing some shapes and the walls of Limerick, the siege of Venice... I miss being with people I love. And what about the pure crystal water from the Golden Mountains? It's nice, aye, but I kind of miss the wild murkiness of my own country. The seal swimming up to your nose just to look deep into your eyes. The flicker of a salmon as it might pass you in the bine. And the wildness and beauty that goes with it all. You're a bit grinny today, Oshin, and I wasn't expecting that. Well, I must be here three years now, my love, and well, if I'm honest, I miss a packet of tato. Tato? Tato. What's tato? Oh, they're crisps, but like, they're the best crisps in the world. Really? You want to go home for a packet of crisps? Ah, I miss me friends and the lads, you know. Oh, I don't know how to tell you this, Oshin, but, uh... You've actually been here for 300 years and not three. 300 years? You're having me on? No, you were having a ball, so I said nothing. But you're that awful. Everyone I know will be gone. 
Yeah, and your Ireland is a very changed place. The two Hithidanen have lost out to the human folk and their magic has been put underground. Only stories remain of the adventures of the Fianna. That's why I brought you here, Oshin, to hold and keep you. Well, this just made Oshin only sadder and more determined to see his old home. So Neve eventually gave in and told him he could take her horse and head over to the old country, but on one condition. He was never to set foot on the soil of Ireland, for if he did, the magic spell would be broken and he would gain all his 300 years all at once. And so, with this in mind, Oshin headed off on the great white steed across to the wild Atlantic Way, with the light of the sun and the waves guiding him through the mists. And sure enough, when he got there, everything was changed. The Fianna no longer hunted in the green hills, and the castle that once housed his whole family was covered in ivy. As he searched for something familiar, he came across some old men who were trying to lift a huge rock. Now, Washing was a giant of a man, and he could lift it with one hand. But as he leaned down, didn't the strap of his saddle snap, and he fell to the ground. The moment Ushin's feet touched Irish soil, he immediately aged the 300 years he'd missed in Tiernanog. An old, frail man, he knew he would never travel back across the wave to the land of the young. He'd never see his beloved Meave again. But he spoke to the men and told him all of his travels, and if they could do him a favor and just sing a song out across the Atlantic, it might be picked up on the waves and she might hear it and know how loved she was. Darling, I am growing old Silver threads among the gold Shine upon my brow today Life is fading fast away But my darling you will be, will be Always young and fair to me Yes, my darling you will be I don't know, kids. It's such a sad ending. What about that elixir that he got in the Land of Virtues? Perhaps he could have used it. I don't know. Maybe there's more to this story than meets the eye. There has to be some other way. Perhaps there's some magic on the island that he could have brought with him, or, or some medicine, or... Well, who knows? I reckon there's more to this than meets the eye. If we just research and... Look up the old stories. Perhaps we'll find something that can help us. I've heard of a man called Myrtle O'Lee. I'm going to see can I find him and talk to him about it. And maybe he can help us find this solution. Till then, kids, stay home and stay safe. Amelia Earhart, over and out. Well, I've been very busy. How about you, boys and girls? I have been trying to find more answers to my mystery island. 
I've been to the library and reading and reading and reading. All this talk of Ushin flying over the waves on his magical horse made me keen to get on my own magical flying machine up in the air again. I fly a Lockheed Vega B-5. I call her Old Bessie the Fire Horse. She's my bright red steed. When I'm flying, I like to bring some tinned tomato juice and hot chocolate in my thermos. Sometimes I have a boiled egg or some squares of chocolate. You need just enough to keep you going, but not too much to make you drowsy. I also carry the daily paper just to prove where and when I set off from. I always been trying to encourage women to take up flying or anything their hearts desires. Long before I flew to Ireland, I set up a group of female pilots which we came to call the 99s. I call them that because that's how many showed up at the very first meeting. When I landed in Ireland, I asked a local newspaper guy if he'd heard of the 99s. Well, to my great surprise, within minutes they handed me an ice cream cone. Apparently this is called a 99 here. I take every precaution possible before heading off on a flight and I always carry my first aid kit with me. In it I have some plasters and some antiseptic ointment and a needle and thread. I wish I had some of that elixir Ushin got on the land of virtues. You're very lucky here in Ireland to have some of the best medical people in the whole world. I, I found a book in the library that explained how each town had a doctor whom inherited their skills from their mothers and fathers before them. Each family had a book of cures to heal every ailment. One such family was the O'Flaherty's from Connemara. I have been told by a reliable source that a man called Merle O'Lee is a direct descendant of this family and still practices his cures to this day. As luck would have it, he's been to High Brazil. He says that's where he received his book of cures. But that just doesn't make sense, like he's far too young. I've decided to give him a call and have a chat. Hello? Merle, um, is that you? Who's asking? Well, my name is Amelia Earhart, and oh yeah, and why would you be flying an American flying such as yourself want with Murrow? Well, I was just wondering if um, you could share any details with me about that time you went to High Brazil and got your book of medicine. Well, I cannot. Is it someone else to make a joke out of my troubles? Why, certainly not. I was hoping to go there myself someday, and I, I thought you might help. Hmm. The last time a woman came from across the sea to talk to me, she convinced me to leave all I knew. But that doesn't matter now. Are you looking for some medicine? Well, actually, I, I suppose I could take something. <laughs> do you have anything in case a person gets lost? I do. It's called a compass. Well, could you perhaps tell me how you found it? High Brazil, that is? Well, maybe so. It was a long, long time ago. A couple of Fomorians came to Galway one day and forcibly escorted me to their boat. They insisted I be the only person to set foot on the island as they believed it to be enchanted. They knew of old and believed I had a debt to settle with their people. I knew it. There's more to those stories than anyone believes. Are you messing with me now, is it? No, 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 I, I believe you. I, I've seen it too. You have? Well, you must have some enchantment all of your own, for it only reveals itself to those who are pure of heart, and only once every seven years. 
Oh, Merle, I knew it. Please, will you come with me and find it again? Alas, I have not left these shores since the Fomorians dragged me there. If truth be told, I've not left my shop here in hundreds of years. Why, that's just awful. But why? Well, you see, I'm not quite who I say I am. And many, many, many hundreds of years ago, I was a great warrior for the Fianna. I roamed freely, hunting and fishing wherever me heart took me. Then a beautiful woman, such as yourself, stole me away on a magic horse to a land of eternal youth. Oh my goodness! You're Oisin! <laughs> yes, that I am. I'm Oisin from Tiernanog. Fought many great battles, including the giant former the Blow, and sure that's why the Fomorians came looking for me. When they heard I was still alive, they came looking for the magic healing book that saved my life. You see, that day when I lifted the rock for the humans, I remembered before it was too late to take the elixir that the daughter of the king of the land of virtues bestowed upon me when I killed her captor. Fomor, the giant, had washed across many oceans on that log I'd tied him to before finally making his way to his brothers. He told them what I had done, and they'd been searching for me for nine hundred years. In order to save myself once again, I promised to share the secrets of the whereabouts of Tirnanog, so they could plunder it for its golden mountains. But I tricked them. As soon as I held the Book of High Brazil in my hands, I went about an incantation it did in the book. Oh, sure, they're there still. Except now, they're giant black rabbits. They can't do much harm to the magic island and they don't bother the beautiful folk that inhabit it still but for all its beauty I cursed the day I followed Neve there I couldn't see her the day I returned for the mist wouldn't clear and anyway I'm an old man now forever old and my heart is no longer pure my advice to you is to stay away from that magical island for one day They'll take you, and you'll never return. Oh, Murrow, I... I had no idea. You sound so broken-hearted, Murrow. I, I wish there was something I, I could do to help. You could marry me and tend to me for the rest of your days. I'll take you to High Brazil then. Oh, I, I, I'm sorry, Murrow. I, I have a husband and all of my own, and even he can't contain me. On our wedding day, I... I wrote to him and said that I cannot guarantee to endure at all times the confinement even of an attractive cage. Well, you're the same way with words as she was. But be warned, there's still many's a fairy folk out there to hold you and keep you. If you change your mind, remember these words. I'll take you home again, Amelia. Across the ocean wild and wide To where your heart has ever been Since first you were up in the skies I'll take you back again, Amelia To where your heart will feel no pain And when the fields are fresh and green I will take you home again 
Amelia. Well, that's beautiful. I promise, Moro, when I get back, I will come and visit you. I might even take you flying with me. Goodbye, dear heart. Goodbye. Uh, it's Earhart, not dear heart. Oh, he's gone. Well, I promise to call him when I return. I must dash now, as I can hear my engines calling me. I'll be back, boys and girls. Till then, stay safe and know you're on the safest island of them all. Ireland. Amelia Earhart, over and out. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Want to teach your kids financial literacy but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.